Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. My account went from like $3,200 to like $1,003,200. This is very classic rich people shit. This is not going to happen to you. <laughs> Just so you know, because I don't, I don't want you thinking that all of a sudden you're going to wake up one day and be like, oh my God, a million dollars. But like, this is always vaguely, vaguely a possibility in my life. Yeah. Just knowing that there's like money that is around. so funny. Like, is if you're like a, like a regular white guy, there's yeah. a little, there's always there's a, like a yeah. 3% yeah. chance yeah. that some grandpa's going to be like, I found all yeah. these bonds. That's how it goes. Welcome to another episode of Cash Cuties, a super personal finance podcast. We look at our friends' credit card statements and judge their spending habits with love. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. Steffi is not with me this week. Uh, she's traveling and I'm traveling, so we're doing a solo episode, baby. If you're listening to this on your Apple pod, uh, app, please leave a review. Hit us, hit follow on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for the video version of this podcast, which you definitely want to check out. All the links are available in the episode description below. We're going to give a quick shout out to our dono daddies. These are people who give us money on Patreon. Patreon. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast financially. If you want to support me and Steffi's expensive-ass lifestyles, this operation, if you want to see cooler YouTube videos, if you want to see us hire a video producer, goddamn, we can't afford it right now, please consider donating to our Patreon. And in return, you get uh, bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, two people donated this week. Shout-out to Elizabeth R. $5. Thank you so much. Elizabeth, Elizabeth with an S. That's unique, and we love that about you. And Jeremy W., $5. Thank you so much. <laughs> much um this week's guest this guy sitting next to me right now uh, i've been wanting to have this guy on this podcast ever since i came up with this concept uh of this show uh he's a dear friend uh we started setting up together uh i actually met him selling tickets on bleaker street for stage time uh when we were newer comedians because we were bad and we couldn't get booked so we had to sell tickets you know, i don't know if you've been in new york city there's a lot of people who are like hey you, you want to come see a comedy show we did that I met him there, so I've known him for a very, very long time. Uh, our guest today is a stand-up comedian who's been featured on America's Got Talent. You know, you may know him under his internet sensation persona, Mr. Pants, but most importantly, he's someone who was living a normal life. Then one fateful day in 2021, he inherited a million dollars, but lost all of it within a year. Here to talk to us about his trusters' financial journey. Please welcome to the show, Ryan D. Hello, everybody. Who me? Hello, Ryan. Thanks for doing the pod. Thank you for having me. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? No, because you said that you're auditing with love. Yes, yes. we are judging with love. Yes, we're judging this is, with this love. Is, we're gonna need a lot of that. Um, before we like sort of get into the whole million dollar thing, which you know I can't wait to get into. Just real quick for the listeners, like. Tell us about your financial background. You know, did you grow up with money? What did your parents do? Like, sort of, what was your thought about money when you were growing up? Definitely, yeah. Westchester, wealthy neighborhood, wealthy people, miserable people. Mm, very mm. rich, miserable people. Uh, very consumed with a lot of material items. There were girls in my high school that all got matching cars 
No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there would Whoa. be like five white cars, and they were all different. There's like an Audi and a Mercedes, and they're 16 years old. What? Yeah. This is some new level. I did not know that. This I, exists. I didn't even know. I knew you lived in a wealthy community, but I didn't know you personally were that in like. I didn't either, and this is embarrassing, but uh, no matter what bubble you grow up in, you don't realize there's bubbles outside of that. So even in class, they'd be like, uh, what socioeconomic status do you think you are? And everybody in class is like, middle class. Pro- middle class. Yeah. <laughs> even though they got matching Mercedes Benzes and yes. shit. Damn. What kind of car were you driving? Um, I drove a Pathfinder that I believe was through uh, maybe my dad's company or something. Oh, and it was my sister's car before yeah. that. It was kind of passed down through the years. Wow. W- within that community, did you think you were your family was not as wealthy as some of these girls who were buying the cars? Or I don't like think that? it ever really occurred to me. And uh, you know, my mother was working with like handicapped kids. My father was a salesman, so there was nothing in my head that was like this is you know. And, and our house was pretty, uh, you know, moderately sized compared to the friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so no, there was no indicator growing up that like we're living in uh, you know as good as it could be. Right, right, right. Kind of now Westchester, if you're not familiar, is like uh, up the up best up, Chester. The best Chester. It is upstate New York. I I learned what Westchester was when I came to New York to go to college here because a lot of my friends were from West. They you know they ended up growing up in Westchester. In those communities, what are people doing in terms of like their jobs? Is it just doctors and lawyers? Is that what it is? Is that simple? Is it finance or is it something else? It's definitely a lot of that. There is also a sect in in the neighborhood of like hillbillies, really. Know? Yes, like people driving like yeah, like, w- driving quads through forests and this kind of thing. One kid got his street name tattooed across his back like a football jersey. What would. was the street name? Kichuan. <laughs> what <is that? laughs> Wait, what is that a reference to? What does that mean? Kichuan is a road. It's his road. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought when he said street name, I thought you meant like street name. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean in a way. You know. It's like everybody else is like Compton, yeah, Oakland, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mark Twain Drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And what would you say your financial education level was at that point? Like, I'd say it, it is still zero. So, so it's, despite it's you having successful parents, they didn't really pass on any knowledge about like, hey, Ryan, you got to really start thinking about no, investing. No, they, they or... did. It's just in one ear out the other kind of thing. Really? Even when you're in like college and became an adult? Yeah, like they were like, you got to save, you got to save, this is your savings fund, we are saving, and then the second that I had access to that money, I was like, yeah, I'm 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 going to buy a plane ticket somewhere. So you went to Boston College for school. University. Boston University, and then you came out to New York to do comedy. Yes. Um, What were you doing to support yourself before, you know? Uh, when I first met you, up until you you know you inherited this this big large sum of money, I had this writing gig, which was very good money, and I was living at my dad's house, so I had no overhead. Mm-hmm. So I was making hand over fist uh, checks for a while, a couple of years. This is the um, during the strike. Joan Rivers, Fashion Police, and the writers were striking on that, and I was twenty two years old. Looking, how did, how do they find you? My friends, I mean, some more nepotistic uh, shit. My my friend's mother knew a friend at a uni- uh, UCLA, and Joan had reached out to the school to find young, the, so aspiring. I, I, it's writers. crazy because it's, it's interesting because we're striking right now, and yes. the vibes are very different. I don't think any show is yeah reaching out to be like, hey, can we keep the show going by hiring new writers? No right, one right, is right, doing yeah. that. Yeah, nobody's going to the other. But I, that's crazy that that was the vibe back then. Like these, because she had a late, she had a talk show. And yeah. she wanted to keep it going. So because her writers were striking, she was like, let's just go find 
fucking some bones. I, I know this is wrong, and I know this is good. Hey, maybe this bites you in the ass somewhere, but ultimately, I'm I'm 22. I wanted to break into comedy, and I could write for Joan. I didn't of give course. A, I could wipe my ass with. And, uh, and you weren't even really part of WGA. And, no. And you didn't have a, you don't have a manager. Like, I don't even know what that is. So you're making like uh, you're making like three, four k a week, or some shit like that. No. Oh, because I guess that's the WGA rate. So you're making less. Yeah, we were making maybe. 800 an episode and I feel like maybe there was a couple episodes a week at some point we were splitting right, right. Few and guys. this is folks this is why we have unions okay because the studios will fuck you like this okay well, 800 at the, at the time man I'm like 22 I'm like living with my dad I was like this is, this is great oh yeah that's it crazy seemed, it seemed like good money was that fun writing for Joan River it was so fun I, I mean, like, wrote with my two could, dear friends because you had no writing experience before what, what was it nerve wracking or what, I mean like what is the vibe in a writing's room that's like a proxy writer's room uh, during a strike like, it, this was two of my close friends still are from college yeah. and, and we would just hang out and just uh, go through the pictures and we'd, we'd meet up we'd all write our shit and then we'd go through it it was as fun as it could be and now did Joan give you guys personal feedback or like you just submitted it via email and they just did whatever just submitted it via email and then you'd get back uh, nothing Actually, you'd have to watch the episode to see what got on. Wow. So they really try to keep you guys not. Yeah. And that makes sense. They're probably looking out for you guys just to be like. I guess. Yeah. Dude, let's fucking dive into it. Let's dive the in. Mill. Yeah. Um, the Millie. The Millie. Yeah. So just for the record, we're here now at 7th and B. I live down the street at 3rd and B. You don't want to see your address on a fucking It's podcast. not an address. It's an intersection. <laughs> okay, okay. 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 Nobody's coming out. Well, yeah. Yo, you're right. You're not a girl. I, a lot of women don't want to say where they live, but nobody gives a fuck. You're a dude. Yeah. Nobody's. We're here in the East Village. East Village. But I, I lived down the street for uh, so long. After the Joan gig, first apartment was Chinatown. Mm -hmm. Tiniest shithole where you open the door and it fit just the mattress. And this, is, this is your bedroom? This was the bedroom, yeah. And, and, and did you have a roommate? I had a roommate. Um, he was a delivery guy. Okay, this one was like Craigslist shit. Yeah, this was some Craigslist shit. What was the rent? Rent was 400 a month. God damn. Yeah, sweet deal. Disgusting, but very cool. Right under uh, Manhattan Bridge. And then, um, yeah, at the time I was still working. I think I was still writing for the show. And then I got kicked out of that apartment. For? F you know, man, it was... Uh, I got welcomed in by this guy. He was... Uh, he immigrated here illegally. He was very cool. We would hang out. He'd take me to karaoke and all these weird little underground shitholes. Yeah. And, and, and a casino up in Flushing. And he was an alcoholic and a weirdo. But we got along. The lady who owned the apartment was in... China at the time and she came back and realized that there was just like a white guy living in her place and it's an all Asian building and they, they take care of their own ah. and she, she could have gotten kicked out of her apartment for doing that. Wait, why? Because she's not allowed to be renting? To non-Asian people. Why non-Asian people? Because that's their rule. I don't know, man. I didn't write it. <laughs> that's this. the Chinatown rule? Yes. I didn't, that's, is that? This was a rule for this building and, and her circumstance. Interesting. Yeah. So you get kicked out for being white? Yes. How do you feel about that? I feel oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would never raise a stink. No, and of course. It, it, it put this fine. lady who's like 70 years old, her fucking whole life in jeopardy. So yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. So I had to leave very fast. And so I ended up moving down the street to, and the square footage of this place must have been like uh, maybe 200. Tiny, okay. tiny, tiny East Village. 800 bucks a month. My roommate was a thespian. And he would leave for like six months at a time. And he would sublet the place out. Stayed there for seven years. So over the course of seven years, I had like 40 roommates. It's pretty wow. much running, running like a youth hostel. Yeah. And uh, it was not nice, man. It was a total total dive. I don't think I ever visited you there. I would never have wanted you to. There would have been nothing to visit. You would have yeah. opened a door and said, can we leave? God damn. So, so, so this mill was coming at you at a time of uh, desperation a little bit. Like you weren't doing that well. 
Yeah, I mean, well, again, just like the bubble, it's like at the time I'm living in the East Village, I got my little 800 bucks a month apartment, and, and it seemed pretty sweet. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I guess this was all during COVID, and I got kicked out of that place because he was subletting, and then we're not allowed to sublet, but we were doing it for seven years, nobody cared. In COVID, everybody's home. So they started noticing some random person coming and going. Oh, so somebody reported you. Somebody reported, and we God. got kicked out. It's amazing the things you can get away with in New York City. Yes. I mean, he, he was doing this long before me, so this is like a, like 12 years of breaking Did this one Did you get fined or anything? No, they, they, just, they, they told us to leave and felt like a good time to go. So at that point now, I'm like literally vagabonding around during COVID, just trying to find people. I'm staying with friends, and um, that's when, yeah, that's when I got hit with this. My, now, can uh, you tell us a little bit more about... Um, and you know, feel free to tell it however you want to, but h- how this came into your lap. Yeah, effectively, this was uh, some inheritance from a grandpa who had invested, uh, or he'd worked and invested in the stock options, and then that paid out to me. And when it broke off, that's it, you know, that's what I landed with. My account went from like three thousand two hundred dollars to like one million three thousand two hundred dollars. I remember when you got this; uh, it was unexpected. Like this wasn't like. Yeah, this no, was some I, random stock that you didn't you didn't it only but, went up because but let's of, just say this is this is very classic rich people shit. Where it's like, <laughs> I didn't know I this, had this in my pocket. This is not gonna this is not gonna happen to you. <laughs> just so you know. Because I don't I don't want you thinking that all of a sudden you're gonna wake up one day and be like, oh my god, a million dollars. But like this is always vaguely, vaguely a possibility in my life. Yeah. Just knowing that there's like money that is around. So funny. Like, is if you're like a, like a regular white guy, there's yeah. a little, there's always there's a, like a three yeah. percent chance yeah. that <laughs> some grandpa's gonna be like, "Oh, you guys, I invested in the the railroads or something." Like I found all yeah. these bonds. That's how it goes. That's fucking so funny. Hey, it's not fair. Deserve has nothing to do with it. Yeah. That's hey, but I, hey, but I was there to witness it, and I remember uh, because you've been living like a vagabond. I remember, yeah, your banking king account went to 1.3 mil but i remember it was that just day literally your- dude I, the, I still staying with a friend mattress on the floor with a dresser i didn't know and just like it was kind of like the 10 shirts deal yeah 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 know? yeah yeah I, and i remember you just had it in your checking account and you're like showing me and i remember thinking like you're not supposed to have that much in your checking account <laughs> to be honest i think the fdic only insures up to 250 right That's great. so if something <laughs> happened they don't they're not gonna pay out the rest so i was dude, like do you know that i got the i got the check and I took it to a Bank of America ATM. <laughs> and you <laughs> try like, to put it, <laughs> spin it out. It's like you gotta, you gotta talk to somebody. Oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. So okay, when you first got it, what was going through your mind? Like emotionally, where were you at? Very much had like unstable living situations. So I, I desperately wanted to get housing resolved. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the f- the only focus. And that was the only thing I was taking the money and, and putting it towards. And I had you know friends and. Uh, friends' parents who were like big into finance, and they literally gave me a roadmap of like, put it here, 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 here. And, and you like, said, nah. And I was like, what about what about Doge? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Doge in your list of places uh, to put my. <laughs> no, when you're like, when you got this money, did your mom, like your immediate family, like really war- like, hey Ryan, please don't do anything stupid with it, please yeah, invest. I mean, of course she did, man. And if she fucking hears this, I'm gonna get a very angry. You get spanked. Yeah. We love to do a financial spanking on this podcast, by the way. We I thought it was with love. Like, it not, is with love, but we do spank you. <laughs> <laughs> we do spank you. We had someone on last week who um, is part of the FIRE movement. These are people who, re- have you heard of this? It's financial financial independence, retire early. And so these are people who retire like in their 40s, right? Retirement is 65, so anything yeah, before yeah, yeah, that yeah. is considered early. But like, I would say f- she retired at 41, which I think is like incredibly, that's amazing. Yeah. So she was saying the basic math of retirement is 
you take your annual expenses, you multiply that by 25, and then for the rest of your life, you spend 4% of it. And the and the formula is that you will never run out of money because that 25, that m- money that you had saved, it's in some sort of like investment thing. So it's going to continue to grow. And, right. so, and so you got, I don't know, I, so I did this, I don't know what your annual expenses are uh, before the mail. I did mine the other day. So I spent about 40 a year. Okay. I, I need a million dollars. So if I have a million dollars, I can just retire. And so I don't know what your expenses were. I, I, I'm sure it was around 40, 50. So at 1.3, let's just go, let's just say my expenses are 50. I, that means I need 1.25 mil. So at this point, you had 1.3 mil. To retire for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. But, but, but you're living off of 4% per year, right? So I, what is 4%? Yeah. What is 4% of, let's say you had 1.3 mil. Are you mil, still right? renting? Just listen to me. Yeah. Okay. So it depends on how you want to live your life. Right. So if in this calculation, if you had 1.3 mil and in that exact moment you decide to retire and never work again, which you don't have to, you can keep working a little bit, but if you decide to never work again, you could live for the rest of your life using $52,000 a year. Now, I don't know if you want to live that lifestyle. That's not a lot of money in New York City. The statement I gave you is is 20 grand for one month. I know. I don't know what you're like... But this is this is how that this is how typically like your retirement. So so you can do this you can do this equation the other way where like okay what would you like your annual salary to be if you want to be a hundred so then you need two point six million right which right. again is not that crazy of a number if you if you have like a regular job and shit like that you know what no. I mean um, and it's just I, I just remember like you got this money you spent it within a year or so and I remember thinking like oh you could have like just kind of semi retired you know that was and truly I mean the the choices I made are just so 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 I, I'll tell you. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of would. No, I, just like such really reckless uh, financial choices. That, yeah. Uh, okay. Are, well, are mistakes br- you only have to make once. But but truly, um, out, out of straight up off of that that whole chunk, half of that went right into this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, break me down. Br- break down like where it went. Probably vaguely. more more than half. I mean, uh, half goes in an apartment. Yeah. Paid and, and outright I, and I cash, this, no mortgage. I looked this up on Zillow. You bought this house for four ninety five. That's right. Uh, it's now worth five hundred three. So you, it's appreciated Ooh. by about eight. 000. So you good, good job. You, you got thank you eight thousand dollars. Good job. I see you have in your notes. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> it's appreciated by eight point four k. All right. Um. Wow. So you bought this for that's half. So yeah. that's half gone. Well, where did the other half go? I know you had some crypto stuff. Uh, you funded some art projects. Yeah. Okay. So, well, for one, I mean, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, it is crazy. Where did it go? <laughs> and and I, I was being facetious, but did you really spend it like in a year? No, I spent it in many years. And in fact, I I think I ran out uh, this this year. It's been three years. No, but you're in debt already. Yeah. So that means it has to be before that. Yeah, this past year. This past year. Yeah. So it was like two and a half years. Uh, yeah, around that. I mean, how long? When did I buy this? I bought this more than three years ago. Been no, it wasn't three two, three. It was two thousand twenty. You bought it in twenty twenty one. You bought it in twenty twenty one. It's only twenty twenty three. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Time flies. Yeah, it's like two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try to make it sound like I no, know. I made it stretch for three. Nah. Oh, no, no, it no. felt like a long time. Uh, so you you bought the house, which is more than half. Uh, you made some bad investments on crypto. Um, I am still holding. And uh, and uh, how much was that? Like, how much did you like invest? Um, you know, if we were to say seventy, it is now worth in the neighborhood of sixteen. Oh, so okay. I thought you invested like two hundred k or something like that. So, I mean, seventy is no. a lot, but that's well, you, you know, know, we get to the. Hor- horrifying stock choices. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, this is a good other hundred twenty, maybe. Ooh. I'd say cu- cumulatively, it's like a good two hundred of that went to shitty investments. Sh- okay, so now those. now we're down to uh, you have uh, three hundred uh, around three hundred left. 
Yeah, let's say that. And then... All right, so let's say uh, 30 goes into furnishing. Right, you bought, the, you, you bought this place. This, and then we'll do a little maybe behind-the-scenes tour of this place. This place is absolutely beautiful. Ryan is an interior designer by day-ish. I don't know if you want to go by that. No, I mean, like, freelancing for contracting, really, but uh, interior design being one of those. Um, yeah, and I, I worked at the furniture place where they sold this couch, so I got this couch. Right, but this couch itself was like, you said it was like $12,000. I think 11, yeah, 11, 12. I mean, it's the best couch I've ever seen in my life. I'll put a link link, link in the link in the bio <laughs> if you want to buy this couch. Um, um, and then I remember one of the things that you did, which some of our listeners might roll their eyes, is that uh, you, want, you wanted to find you wanted to find an art project, which we wanted to make a copper yeah. statue of the poop emoji. We call Bronze. it the dookie. Bronze. Bronze. I'm sorry. It's okay. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit in a picture of what it looks like. So I want you to know, like Ryan, this, he, he put away a decent amount of money to fund this project that he was really passionate about. Yeah, that project alone, uh, before the part where it's getting cast in bronze, that cost a good, uh, maybe five to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, to make a mold and to get the initial materials, and uh, none of this is including my time spent. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, funding a studio to work out of, all this shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, we kind of made you out to be like a, a financial idiot. But you no, know. no, 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 no. By the no, way, no, the, the no, house no. is, is, is as, an As investment you were telling me about, you're like, fire. You take 4% of it literally is like a monkey with symbols. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, you're that's like, wait, from you're telling me I could have retired? <laughs> um, I did. For, for two years, people were like, what do you do? I was like, I'm retired. Yeah. And I guess the rest kind of just went to like living expenses and shit like that. Yeah. Um, well, were there any particular like, uh, things you splurged on, any like vices that you kind of sort of got into? Seamless. Right. Seamless and Ubers. Literally, I'm pretty sure it all went to Seamless and Ubers. Isn't that crazy? I mean, most of the guests that we have on here, if they're I'm sure those 20s, are the typical answers. People just don't, we just don't grocery shop, we just don't cook at home. We're, we're doing Ubers and Seamless. You know, if, if it's in LA, it's Seamless or Gas. And it's so, so crazy that you can inherit all this money and I mean, I guess what you can buy with money is time. When you and break it down, buying, really, seamless. And you're right, you're buying time with seamless because you don't have to cook or whatever the fuck, yeah. you know. But, I mean, so many of our guests, every month, thousands of dollars into seamless. I mean, it, it's it's such a flawless business model. It's really, really fucking insane. Young people yeah, just don't want to cook, you know. Yeah, well, their food's better than mine. Yeah, I mean, you know, I it's. did you ever feel like it, it was getting unhealthy? Because I know, like, when I'm on the road doing comedy and I'll eat comedy club food for three days in a row, like, yeah, I get yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I feel heavier. Well, you look huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely unhealthy and, and bad habits. You know, actually, yeah, when, when I was really splurging, I, my a very, very delightful hobby I adopted was I would go to restaurants alone. Okay. And this was, like, kind of COVID-ish era. Outdoor just became a thing. And I would sit outside and I'd have myself a meal and I'd watch the street pass by and it's like as happy as I could be. Mm, and really you, is it like an expensive meal or just any restaurant that you like? Just I mean, any of... New York restaurant is expensive. It's kind of expensive, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, you get a drink, you, you get, yeah, if you get 40, like, 50. two drinks, yeah. That's, oh, if you get two drinks. Oh, absolutely. 70 bucks with a tip and everything. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you more about like... Also, also, and I'm not trying to frame myself in a way, but... Uh, if you knew me during this time, very good time to know me. I, I remember, yeah, you bought me food at some Greek restaurant, and I tried to split it, and, and you laughed at me. Uh, you laughed at me. It's like, great. Me, I'm a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a lot of this. Very disgusting. Uh, ego I, I, was, I was paying for shit that I had no business doing. This is so bad. My mom you, you buying groceries for fucking everybody at fucking Christie's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I wanted to ask you about that. Like, did... A, did people start treating you differently? Were social events like dates and stuff? How, how, how did that impact? Like, did everything change? Um, yeah. 
I guess, yeah. I mean, uh, no, people don't treat you any differently. Of course not. But then I'm treating you differently. I'm like, well, I'll be, I'll be. Uh, well, because you know the whole like lottery thing. When you win a lottery, people fucking. I think it was exactly that. That's exactly what I did. No, was... no, but when you, I'm saying when you win the lottery, people move because because relatives start calling, being like, oh. can I have some money? Friends being like, can I borrow money? Can I, can I, you know, can you buy me tickets to this game or whatever the fuck? I, I wonder if you had any comedy friends because we're, we're yeah, surrounded yeah, by yeah, comedians yeah, yeah, who are yeah, poor yeah. as fuck. Parasites, right? They're parasites, and so I wonder like if you had anybody sort of reach out to be like, hey, you know. Do you want to go to dinner or like I don't right, know. Right, right. In retrospect, I had you know yeah I had completely broke friends and I would I would do what I can to float their life a bit. One one of them who's a comic, uh, we I helped him film a special. Yes, you this, invested this now... in a comedy special for a fucking open micer. Yes, Nick Crespo. Shout out Nick Crespo special. I, just, I remember that and I remember telling you it was a bad idea. I don't know him. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm yeah. sure he's a great guy. He's not. <laughs> I, I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many. Just, I mean, funding a special is very expensive, and uh, yeah, to, I mean, like that's to like do another... it for somebody who doesn't have an hour is fucking insane. But I guess, like, that's what I'm asking you mentally, know. right? Did things change? And it, it sounded like it, it it has changed because you're like, you can just sort of do uh, things on a whip now. Like, you can invest in this guy who's not even that good at comedy. Yeah, you know, for the record, like, I'm sure that the smart thing to do with money is whatever you said with percentages and put it into this thing and do that. And uh, I certainly just indulged create. Creative outlets. No, and I, I, I'm here to say, and again, we don't we judge with love. I'm here to say, I think you absolutely, I think it's smart to put away a little bit of money. If I had a million dollars, I put, I put away half an investment, which you did. You bought a house. That's this is a fucking investment. So it's appreciate it. It's not. It's not stupid. And and I, I and I would do. I remember one time you asked me like if it, if you had a million dollars, like what what art what art project would you work on? You know, that's such a fun question. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, and I guess the do. That's why I never made funny for the dookie. For the poop emoji, because oh, I know oh that you God. build things with your hands. And again, listeners, I'll show you this apartment. It's incredible. He built a lot of this furniture himself. And you, you like doing that. It brings you a lot of joy. And so you dropping yeah. 10, 20K on the dookie, go ahead. You you can afford it. Like, th this is, isn't this what life is? So the whole thing with me and my co host is that, like, she's a big spender mm. and I'm the saver. And we sort yeah, of butt yeah, heads yeah. on that. And if she were here, I think she would, like, really commend you because she's all about, like, living life. Like, what's yeah. the point of not having money if you're not going to spend it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think she, I mean, I don't know if she would agree with the dookie, but I think. I think she'd agree with it. To, to, to like, unshame you a little bit, you know, I think that she would be very supportive of what you did with it. You know, fact of the matter is, man, if you're just uh, any schmo and you're uh, 30 years old and you give somebody a million dollars, odds are it's not going to go very well. Also, can I just tell you, like, th isn't this what happens to every fucking basketball player? They don't know what sure. to do with their money, Every right? lottery winner. Dude, like, I, I, there's all these interviews of, like, when Shaq first got signed or whatever to the Lakers, like, the first thing. He bought four Bentleys and a house for his mom. That's so cool. And then I think <laughs> someone, either someone in the NBA or some businessman was, like, said to him, you're rich, but I'm wealthy. And he was like, what does that mean? Because he doesn't, he doesn't know because he's just like a regular – he grew up in a regular home. Yeah. His dad's in the military. Like he didn't yeah. come with – most of these NBA guys, they don't fucking know what to do with money either, right? And so like it's not like their parents were fucking finance people. I'm not looking to be absolved. And I'll tell you, not only did I know and was told and had the resource of, of people yeah, and right. finance – like, you're, you're, you're not Shaq. You're not Shaq. I'm not Shaq and I'm a, I, I, I am an idiot and um, I want to make it abundantly clear <laughs> – Abundantly clear. You had all the resources to do the right thing with that. And money. I and I did the wrong thing. So I, I truly deserve you to. to uh, I, I should be working in a coal mine. I, I I appreciate that. If there's now, any uh, justice. Now that now that you're now the mill is gone. I want to talk about post mill life. Yeah. Now just mill's just gone. for the record, and you yep. were like, how long ago was it? And I'm like, ah, oh, like three years. And you're like, yeah, you're like, it's good. You spend, you live your life. I lived a lot of fucking life. It was very fun. It was very cool. I got to do. It was good. 
life was really good. You you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so you much. You don't really like look back thinking you don't like regret. You know, man, and I, I'm gonna do this angle on you. Like, uh, and I know I have friends who have money and they save, and like my mom is actually someone who's like, she doesn't spend the money. She leases a car, mm. you know, and uh, she doesn't know how to enjoy it. Yeah, and and the people who save and the thing and the, and the penny pinching and the making charts. You don't know how to fucking go out That's and me. blow money. <laughs> yeah, you, you will never. And by the way, this is going to be the rest of your life. No matter how rich or wealthy you are, you're never going to like really enjoy it and ball out and stuff. It's going to mean something different to you, you know, yes. to do that. I think, no, I, I agree with you. And I'm trying to get better about that. Like, I think there, I, we all have a range of how, how reckless we can be financially. Mine will never be as much as yours. But, you know. What, is, your, what does like balling out look like well, to, to you? Let me, so this is the point, the point I'm making is to your point. Like, okay, when I moved to L.A., Including residuals, I was probably making like three hundred a year, right? I bought God. I I bought Fumi. the car I bought. You took a bus from the airport to here. Yes. Well, but this I don't work there anymore. I don't have a job anymore, right? Right. I, now I'm making much less than that, but I'm still very happy. But at the time, the car that I bought was mm. a used Honda Honda Fit, yeah. 2010, <laughs> and I sold it to buy a used Prius because I wanted to save more money on gas. <laughs> But that's that's me at 300k, right? That's yeah. me making that much money that year, you know. And so, like, I always live as if I'm making 75k. Now, when I did make a lot of money, I did the one thing I spent a lot of money on was like shoes and clothes. Okay. I was just like, if I want it, I'm gonna get it. Okay. You know. And then I I went to Hawaii like three times. Cool. So I did stuff yes. like that. All right. Did I buy a house? No. I, it wasn't that kind of money. And like, did I do drugs and gamble? No. But like, if I wanted to do it, I did it. And that was that was nice. That's you know, nice. eating out. It, it was nice. You know, I was talking about this with, uh, I did a podcast yesterday. I was talking to like a friend of ours, uh, Mike Coscarelli. He's a podcast producer. And uh, we were talking about investments, but he was like, he's investing in himself. He started his own podcast network. He rent, he rented out a studio in, on Kent Street in Williamsburg. Cool. Very expensive real estate. He's paying about 1000 a month. Way to go, Cos. And way to go. He bought all the, he brought, he bought black, uh, black magic cameras, you know, probably 15K each with the lenses. Wow. He bought lights, right? But it looks fucking amazing. And with this podcast too, like, yeah, you know, I got a nice camera, but like, could I rent a space and invest in something? And like, you know, I, I'm talking about like, we need a video producer because we can't afford you. Could I front some money and do this? Will it look better? And because it looks better, will I get more views on YouTube? Absolutely, right? Yeah. That's because I can invest in myself. I can, if I believe in the Cash Cuties mission, I could do it. But sometimes I'm so scared to do it. And I think that bites me. It, that's why it takes me a, longer than everybody else to like get stuff, I think. I, I, I always feel like I'm always two, three years behind my comedian friends because I just don't believe in myself, you oh, know, financially too. Like, right, right, right. I, like if I, I feel like if I really, if I put, if I invested in this podcast $20,000, right, which it's not that much money, 20K, I have that money. If I invested that for a whole year and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to give it everything I got for yeah, one yeah, year. Yeah. I think it would grow. You'd make it back. I'm not saying that it would be Joe Rogan big, but I, I would, it would grow to be bigger than it would if I keep doing this. Yeah. As long as I've known you, you've had a little bit of a mentality of like, I don't want to go back to my job and having to do this thing. And yeah. you're, you're very afraid that the past life that you've lived is going to come back and, and haunt you in some way where you have to keep doing that. Yeah. And, and actually, since you left it, I don't think you've ever gone back. I haven't gone back. I, yeah. I, I've been very fortunate. I, I've had little work here and there. It's I'm also making money from stand-up. You've worked. You've been working and continuing to grow and, and build a career. Welcome to Codependence. What's up, guys? I'm Sierra Miller, and I want you to join me and my sister, Maya Allen, every week for the inside scoop into our sisterhood. You will be getting front row access to the good, the bad, the ugly, and the pretty. So come let your guard down with your fellow codependents as we laugh and, of course, cry our way through this crazy world. See you every Wednesday.
Yes. Which, which you stand on now. Yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, I'm afraid to look at the numbers, but I think I am breaking even. I think I'm probably going to make... My, I, I said this in January when I did the pod. My goal this year was to make $5,000 a month doing comedy. That was my goal. That's about 60 k which is not that much money, but that's how much I was making when I first got my job in corporate. And I was like, if I could make that much money doing this, like just having fun goofing You're off, here. I'm like, I'm already winning life. You've done it. You know? And so I'm trying to like think You've more much more like than that, that too. You've, yeah, you've yeah. exceeded your expectations. I have, I have, yeah. Why don't yeah. you believe in yourself, Fumi? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm starting to. It just takes me a while. You know, right. it just takes me more than 10 years. But, like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to work on... Like, so now I believe in myself, like, in terms of skill. Yeah. But I'm trying to believe in myself financially so that I can, like, invest in stuff. Like, you know, like... I, I need a little bit of you. You need a little bit of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's ultimately, you know, we're I, we're both extremes. And you know what? I uh, Having uh, completely blown and made such horrible choices, I, I these are choices I would not make again. And for you, you're slowly edging your way towards maybe, uh, you know, splurging on the camera or whatever the thing is. Yeah, just investing in a studio, whatever it is, you know. And, and again, I think, like... So so my question to you is, like, you said you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it again. If you could go back in time, what would you tell 2021 Ryan, who just inherited it? That, that Ryan on the air mattress looking at a 1.3 million on his channel. I, I, would, I would just have not done the very dumb uh, investments and things I know nothing about. Right. That that alone, I think I still could have been living off that money. Right. That alone, you probably would have had an extra, you know, 50, 70, something like that. 200. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you could leave off that for like two years. I'm more, probably. Crazy. Yeah. So, okay, post-mill life, how are you doing now financially? Where, um, are you at, where are you at financially, where are you at emotionally? Great, great, great. I mean, the the beauty of the place and, and really investing in the place, putting a lot of money into the place and a nice couch and a thing, is uh, I have that stability and it's nice and I get to come home to that and that that changed everything, mm. everything truly. I didn't realize how shitty life was before until I had this and it's, it's as good as it could be and I... Super, super happy, mm-hmm. super grateful, and uh, means the world. And um, yeah, so back to working, bunch of different jobs, and um, happy to be doing that. You're in and debt, frankly, You're also, this, debt. yeah, I'm in debt, <laughs> and uh, who's not? But um, yeah, you, I suppose. I will say too that there's a uh, the emotional aspect. Like, um, yeah, I definitely. Uh... <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I'm probably happier now. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, I would tell people like, yeah, I'm, I'm retired now. And, uh, you know, just like doing a lot to fill a day with the projects and the dookie and all this shit. There's like a different kind of stress to that. But uh, I do think that you know, people who are working are definitely happier. Right. Dude, I, I know it sounds so corny, but I agree. I think when I was uh, working on the TV show and making a lot of money, uh, I was a little unhappy. I definitely got depressed. Uh, and then now that I'm like sort of working for myself and trying to figure it out, like I don't make nearly as, nearly as much money yeah. and I'm sort of breaking even. But 
I feel very alive every day because I have to figure out how I'm gonna make money and you know finding work and like yeah. just I don't know I just I, I always think like if I could just kind of do because I don't I don't plan on having kids and I you know I'd like to buy a house but I don't know if that's gonna happen but like I don't have a lot of expenses really so I'm just kind of like if I can kind of just do this until I die I think I would die like extremely happy because hmm. I always compare this to like my dad my dad's been working at the same company since he was 22. How old is he now? He's 60. He's, he's me plus 27, so 61 maybe. Is he planning on retiring in four years? Um, I think he's going to do 70. Okay. It's, it's kind of fucked up. In Japanese companies, as you get older and you're near retirement, they, they lower your salary because Why? your productivity goes down. Because you're oh, old. my God. That's insane, but he's still loyal to the company. I'm like, you kidding me? And at any point, he could have quit, worked for an American company, made three times as much, which is one of his, a lot of his Japanese colleagues did do that because they come to America as expats. That's crazy. And they're like, oh, we must remain loyal to these Japanese companies. But then they see they're like white engineering It's not friends. very capitalist. To no, Japanese, it's, it's capitalist, but we have a communist energy. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say yeah. like if, if the war kept going, we would have take, been taken over by Russia and we would become a communist country. Of, you know, that's like a theory. That's like a very plausible theory. Mm. Uh, but we have like, just I don't know if it's an Asian thing, but we have a communist energy to it. You know, like when you play baseball, you gotta shave your head because everybody has to look alike. You know, it's a whole thing. Like uniforms, even uniforms, right? That's a whole like that's very capitalist or communist. I've heard about how like the uh, like if you're like a bus driver in Japan, you do the same route your entire life, and there's like a lot of pride in that, and you take a lot of pride in that. Whereas if you're like a bus driver here, you're probably desperately trying to. Oh yeah, you're cursing out your customers yeah, and shit like but that. But also, it's like you, you don't want to do this. No, you, you, you if you're like that. a train conductor or something, you do the same route your entire life, and, and before you die, you write like one beautiful haiku, and it, it ends up on a fucking textbook. <laughs> and it's like great. it's like a sad haiku about like <laughs> routine. I swear to God, when I was in grade school, I read some haiku about like a train conductor, and they were like, "Isn't this beautiful?" I'm like, "No, this guy fucking sucks." Dude. <laughs> I forget what that haiku was. I remember I reading about reading it in a Japanese. Textbook. <laughs> Man comes on the train, guy yeah. farts, <laughs> shit sucks. <laughs> then you die. Okay, let's move on to your analysis. Yeah, um, please. This is uh this is unofficial analysis. We looked at I think that these dates are 2021. Oh sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, so, so, so uh while while I queue this up, could you just tell listeners like the credit card you sent me, it's not your most recent one. Tell us where it's from, wh when it's from, and, and I where you were. I pulled this one from uh, just trying to give us some fun juice. Like, definitely, uh, you know, definitely. March 21 to, sorry, March 2021 to April March and April, yeah. So yeah. some. When did you get that money? Was it like January or something? January, f yeah, New Year's, January. Or not so New this Year's is like first. right when you got it. January, right, right when yeah. you're learning how to spend Three months learning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so like, what, what, what was life like back then, you know? Um, I, I would say actually at the time I wouldn't have had the apartment, so I was living on a, a, a the mattress on the floor and like trying to uh, f feel better about my life than I was existing. Mm -hmm. So probably there's going to be purchases in here for I don't really know when I got this place. Maybe March was. So maybe there's a lot of purchases in here for here. Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's take a look. Yeah, the, let's take a look. So out of everything, all the categories, you spent the most on shopping, and a, a lot of it is uh, buying stuff for this apartment, which we'll like break okay. in, break into. So that was, you spent fourteen point eight k on shopping that this month. Your entire total spending was like. How do you feel about that? You, the, the, your credit card statement was twenty thousand dollars on this credit card statement, which I've never. That's high. I I don't even think that might be my limit. My limit might be like ten k, fifteen k actually on my credit card. So uh -huh. that's crazy. You got a credit card line that was allowing you to spend this much. Yeah, I think they kept bumping it up. Really? I was getting emails. What and credit like, card was this? Yeah, it's a Bank of America. Just a regular card. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't even get like an MX Platinum or some shit like that. No, thank God. God damn. 
So he spent most on um on shopping. Then he spent seventeen hundred dollars on food. Well, I fool me, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Seven fifty on hotels, which we'll get into later because you live here. It's very shady. Yeah. <laughs> Seven hundred bucks on Uber, which is that's crazy because that's how much I was spending on Ubers in LA, <laughs> and the, that was a year. lot. And that was, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even know where you were going, really. Uh, Nowhere. And Fast. then three hundred bucks on car rental. Three hundred dollars on like health stuff. Okay. Two hundred bucks on subscriptions. One ninety on storage. One seventy on gas. You don't even have a car. I don't know what that's about. Maybe that's for the rental cars. <laughs> one forty on alcohol and bars. One forty on rental car. Oh, sorry. That must. That should be the same category. Uh, what does this say? Bills. Oh, one twenty on bills. One hundred on public transportation. Okay. One hundred on moving. Eighty-one dollars on insurance. Uh, 57 on pharmacy, 40 bucks on laundry, That's very 27 on health and fitness, 13 bucks on shipping, 11 bucks on shipping, <laughs> $10 <laughs> on groceries. That's wild. $1,700 on food, but $10 I'm on groceries. I'm questioning your little calculation here. That's impossible. Well, I don't know what... If, if I bought like three Gatorades that month, that would have well, been so, so the thing is, you spent some... Like, I don't... You you didn't go to any actual supermarkets. Like, you went to a couple delis, so I don't know what you bought. So maybe some of those delis could have been groceries, but I can't... I'm looking at your fridge. I This is the second time I was here. First time, it was just like a bunch of white claws and your mom's chicken cutlet. This time... Thanks, mom. There's nothing. There's I don't know what... There's nothing in there. It's like waters. I have some spicy mayonnaise. Spicy mayonnaise. Exactly. So I don't... So I actually don't think this is that inaccurate. Maybe some of the things are miscategorized, but... 10 just seems egregious, but well, we'll get into me. it. We'll get yeah, into sure. It. So that's, I mean, first of all, before that's we move wild. on, how do you feel about what I just broke down? Seems, how do I seems, feel about it? Yeah. Seems, seems accurate. Seems, seems fair. Seems, um, I mean, these charts, I just be... think it's funny. You'd rather go, you'd rather park your car than go, sh- go grocery shopping. <laughs> a car that I don't have. Right. You hungry? Let me move my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, this chart would look very different now for sure. Of course. Uh, what do you think would change now? I mean, uh, the shopping would be so small. Mm-hmm. Groceries would be higher. I think I food say. is still probably high. Food is still probably high. Uh, I mean, hotels would be gone. Ubers would be gone. I, I ride a bike and um, sports. Let's see what, what the fuck th- is three hundred on sports. Let's see what that is. I, sometimes I get confused about. Sorry, listeners. Somebody's honking outside. Yeah. Oh, you went I to a. Wanna, uh, I don't even want it. I don't even want it. <laughs> Okay, so you went to this is, Flanders this is, Valley this Golf. This is brutal. In New Jersey. You went golfing and you spent about 300 bucks. That's, that's embarrassing. What is this? Um, what this is, is uh, you must understand when you inherit a million dollars, you have to golf. Those are part of the rules. <laughs> um, you have to get. It's just a law. It's part of the law. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this became like a social thing and a couple of friends started doing this. And, it, you know, it was like something outside with COVID that you could do and be around friends and. So I, I started, oh, fool me. Is a membership? What is it, just one time? Or? Yeah, I took up golf. Oh. <laughs> this is a, what is it? But what is what does this is embarrassing. I, is I this a one-time know. fee, 288? Yeah, this is a, a uh, I, I probably bought golf for everybody. Because that's that's probably uh, and You have your own people. equipment? You have your own like golf clubs and stuff? Maybe that's the 12, maybe that's rental. I don't really know. Maybe, I don't know. I think I. Wow. But I, I have since, uh, I don't golf anymore. I think it's a, it's embarrassing and it's a, an atrocity and. That's so funny. You really blacked it out of your mind, huh? Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so this is so this is what shopping is. I, this is the subcategories within shopping. So oh, this is exciting. Th- Three thousand four hundred dollars on furnishing. That's what I called it. Okay. Uh, that's like uh, let's we can look at the specifics here. The most expensive thing you bought there was thirteen hundred dollars. Design within reach, Brooklyn. Different thirteen hundred dollars. That would be the base for the table. You bought a, that base was thirteen hundred dollars, and it was on sale. 
<laughs> you know, these are like, if you live in New York City, you probably definitely see in this place. It's in Soho, right? They're all over here. I fucking walk by that. You know, in, in any city, you there's like that one furniture store you walk by and you never go in it because you're a regular person and you just you're just like you just know you can't afford anything in there and that's what this place is and you know what it is expensive but it is fucking nice i will yeah. say that and you dropped it, uh three thousand four hundred dollars on everything yeah all right yeah that sounds about right then he's dropped thirty one hundred on electronics let's see what that's about interesting you bought a theragun for 650 holy fuck i bought one mine was 200 but fumi look at how cool it is this is 650 is it that much better than the one I have? Yes. <laughs> you bought the product red version because <laughs> you like U2, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I liked it because it was red and it matched my lamp. 650 And this is, guys, remember, this is, oh, wait, this is during the mail. This is during the mail. It's not a battery. You don't even use it. It's dusty as hell. God <laughs> damn, Ryan. That's rent for, that's rent for old Ryan. That's, that's, for that's two months yeah. of rent for Chinatown, Ryan. That's crazy. And then I, you spent, literally, by the way, there, there may be a day where I sell this for. Jesus Christ. And then you spent $2,500 on Reverb.com. It yeah. was a music store. That is a music store. And you don't even really play anything. You don't really play instruments. <laughs> now, for someone who doesn't play instruments, 2500 is a lot to buy. What did you buy? Um, I bought that piano over there. Okay, I gotta take pictures of all this shit. Ask me if I play piano. Do you play piano? It's really none of your business. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not a piano. It's an organ, right? Yeah, I uh, I wanted to learn and I haven't. And the other thing is, I love and I love this. I do. If I'm here, I have friends over. I love if somebody who knows how to play, plays and entertains. It's my favorite. I want to contrast this with what I did musically. So during my, you know, tenure as a TV writer. I wanted to pick up guitar because I was so depressed and I wasn't hanging out with anybody. And you're originally a music And musician. I played music. I played guitar forever. I was in yeah. a band. Yeah. Shout out to Midnight Nice Guys. They're my band. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I want to play guitar again. Mm. I didn't have my guitar on me because it was still in New York. So I could have bought a guitar. Again, I was making a lot of I could have bought a guitar. Yeah. What did I do? I call a friend who I know doesn't really play guitar anymore. And I asked him if I could just borrow his guitar. Oh, and so funny. I went to his house. So lonely. And I just I got his amp and guitar. And it's still at my apartment. You're like a lonely it. neighbor who like pets the neighbor's dog just to feel good. Yeah, or but I just, I didn't, I was that cheap. I didn't want to buy it. I was like, I don't right. want to buy a guitar for a hobby. Like, I mean, and, and again, I'm glad I didn't buy it because I don't really play anymore. You do like $100, $200. Just get a, no, a but slider. I'm like, I need the guitar to be good. And it doesn't okay. have to be dollars but it has to be like, the lowest guitar I'll play is like a Mexican strat. Let's go to the most more expensive shit. Six. 610 Maurice Condon. Condon is my my shout out to Condon. This is my lumberyard. I've been going there since I was very <laughs> You're young. You're the only friend who has a lumberyard, by the way. I love it, dude. They have the good lumber. It's my favorite place in the world. It's my happy place. If I die, I want to go there. That's my heaven. And it, I, it's like a library, and you take out the planks, and you go, and you see all these different beautiful pieces of wood. And the guy says 650. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I move on. This... This oh, you bought, a, you bought this thing? No, but once upon a time, this was, uh, like a, I said, $1,200 piece of wood. And they didn't want to sell it to me. It was my favorite wood, Coco Bolo. And I would always buy this wood, and the guys would always tell me, like, hey, we have this piece in the back. You should check it out. Just look at it. And I was like, can I buy this? And they were like, no, one of our drivers reserved it. So for years, I was going back and being like, I want it. And then one day, with the Joan Rivers money, I was like, I'm, I have the money to buy this. I want to buy this today. And I went over their heads. I went to the manager and uh, walked out with it. Whoa! So this yeah. is the one that you wanted. This is the one you. Yeah, yeah. It's a very coveted piece of wood for me. I love that. But the the wood, the six, is probably for this bookshelf that I built. 
You built this. God, I, I really got to take a picture. It's, it's, it's truly incredible. And yeah. honestly, Ryan, if I become rich enough, I want to fly you out and I want you to do my fucking I love that. Yeah, this is uh, African mahogany. We'll hook you up with something nice. I love that. I love that. Also, the side thing here is probably the same wood. You know what's interesting? You spent a lot on clothes. Do I? Well, this month you spent about 800 bucks in clothes. And I would love to see those. I don't and, know. And you actually bought pretty nice things, but it's interesting because, like, I'm not saying you dress like I shit, but I, I do, and I don't have nice things. I, I and don't. Where really are these nice things? I think of you as a clothing guy. I am very unfashionable. So this is what you spent on clothes. So, so where so did like, I go? Not, so like, you know, 150 bucks on Nike. Maybe you bought shoes. I don't know, I but like, shoes. but like J Crew 260. I, I, I looked all this shit up. They're like. Um, boutique websites. So okay, so this is what Apology, Aureen. This is what started happening. Vink and Velen. When I when I got this money and I started spending shit, uh, Instagram started targeting me. I could also go around this apartment and just point so much Instagram bullshit. Apology. This was an Instagram shirt. Oh, but I mean, it was shit, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna blame you for that because there was a brief moment when Instagram ads. Were kind of new and really effective when like every are. comedian had a joke about some stupid shit they bought on Instagram. Yeah. I bought some shit off of Instagram. The pants I got were actually kind of cool, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame you. I don't know why, but at the time I had no clothes, and so I was getting clothes, but like Instagram effectively dressed me head to toe. Um, no, I totally, yeah, so, the, so that's why, like, it's, it's funny because like these brands, I googled it and they weren't like. They didn't look really nice. They just kind of look like kind of fake companies. A lot of those, th- yeah. a lot of those places are actually getting sued because they're selling such shitty material. Yeah, they're sure. lying to their people or whatever. Yeah. Some stuff from Nike. I think you actually got scammed here because you paid Nike fifty four sixty eight on the same date twice. One through PayPal, one through their website. That's... So I'm not really sure what happened here. I don't know if you got this money back or I'll, not. I'll never see that again. <laughs> okay. Now I did see a shady charge here. Hmm. For, you spent sixty eight dollars at a clothing store called. XIOS24 Brooklyn. Now I googled this place, and now no, I think I no, know what be, this let, is. Me, let me get into it. Okay, All right. if you live in New York City and you're walking around Brooklyn, you know that there's always like little clothing shops that are like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to describe this. I don't know if you watch the TV show This Fool. It's where Frankie gets a job in season two. It's like a clothing store that sells suits, but in your head you're thinking, who the fuck would go in there? Like this looks like shitty suits. And here are some pictures it, of. It's almost like a knockoff Marshalls. Kind of so this is Sios, okay? It's I remember walking in there. Now, I don't think I have any friends who would shop at a place like this. No, it's 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 shady, okay? Sixty eight dollars. It's shady, Ryan. What were you doing in there? None of your business. <laughs> what were you doing in here? Uh, that place is by my studio out in Sunset Park, and I needed uh, when I'm working with stuff, especially with wood, it destroys everything you wear. So I would have had to buy. You got to fit it for a suit. I, no, I don't think there's suits. They had, like they had some college... I, I went in there to get shirts, just like... T-shirts for $8, that's pretty good. Throwaway shirts, and then uh, and then they had these fun little printed uh, button-downs that I got. Okay. And I still have and still wear, and they're very nice. Okay, that's fine. Hey, no judgment on these stores. I, I just always thought that, you know, I, get, I don't really know, but sometimes they do look like drug fronts, you know, especially the ones in Manhattan, you know what I mean? Sure. And, like, people say that they I, are, I so. do wish that I had more of a fashion sense. I wish that I blew more money on cool clothes that made me look cool and made me feel happy. Um, And then, okay, then you spent... Three sixty on soap. Oh, this is a good one. At Lush, and again, you don't this smell is, bad, but you're not a soap guy. This is a balling out move. Look at what happened. I was like, I want nice. I want to wash myself with nice products. Lush is just all I know, so I went there and I just got like my conditioners for like the year and for the year. Yeah. Who buys conditioner for the year? I wanted to try all the flavors. <laughs> That's who buys conditioner in bulk. This is hilarious. So, they have so many flavors. This is so fucking funny. The dude. hilarious and tragic part is that. 
because they make their products from organic materials, expire. they expire. So at some you point, didn't know that. I, I use like a shampoo and a half, and then I looked and like the rest were expired. And I was like, oh, is it so, so, starting to smell funky? Yeah, something like that. Oh my god! You know, it's so funny now. Look in your thing, and you're using like uh, Harry's, like shit you buy at Target. Harry's you have like a good. Korean thing. I like Harry's. Yeah. yeah, they sponsored me once. Really? Yep. And then the they almost. Sh- sh- did I tell you about the shaving thing? No. They, they, I did a sponsored content for them, and uh, I, they wanted to make a funny video of me like shaving and saying something funny. So I, I did that. It was like the bit was like I'm preparing for my first day after the pandemic, so I'm awkward, so I'm rehearsing lines into the mirror. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm shaving. While I'm shaving, I cut myself because I don't have facial hair really. So I, I I thought it was funny. So I put it on Instagram stories, being like I'm making like a spawn con for um, a shaving company, and I'm like I cut myself or something. I was like, haha, like I don't have facial hair. Why are they hiring me? They saw that and they thought I was disparaging their brand. Oh. So this deal was ten thousand dollars. What? They were, and they took it away from me. But then they came back two months later and they paid me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Because I because you cut yourself thing. shaving. No, it's because I put I posted that they thought I was right. disparaging the brand, which I kind of understand. I, all right. Shout out to Harry's. The hotels. Yeah. So what's going on? With, I mean, you live here, right? You yeah, I do. At, well, at the time, I had such a shitty living situation, um, and uh, was uh, dating a real nightmare. And uh, I would I would get us hotel rooms on occasion. Oh, to to go back. And also, I think there was literally one night where like my living situation was such shit. It was like five guys in a in a bedsty. Below a family of fifteen who wore clogs and and played with marbles on hardwood floor and like uh, I needed to. I remember just, this. Yeah, you did something to that neighbor. No, my roommate did. Oh, your roommate did. How much do you typically spend on hotels? Because I, I'm in this range of like one fifty to two hundred. I think a, a a decent hotel in New York is probably over two hundred. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But I, you could get away with like a hundred or something. I remember this one night. I, I just like had to get out of the house and I. Found like a like a Holiday Inn in downtown Brooklyn for like a hundred bucks. Can I ask you yeah. um, a dating question? Sure. I don't know how. I mean, I do live in New York and I have your own place, so you probably don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But I know in the past, like you have, you know, uh, met somebody at a bar or something, and you want to go home, but you don't. You're embarrassed to bring it back to your place, so you suggest you get a hotel. Uh, I don't know how often you've done that. I did that. I did that one time. Oh, just one time. Yeah, the old lady. Totally worth it. Well, I, I guess totally I, worth it. I, I guess I wanted to ask you. I don't know if you have an answer for this because you only did it one time. But if you have done that, I wanted to ask you when you're bringing a girl home and you're like, "Let's get a hotel, baby." Uh, and you open the it's hotel up. Do you think about the the price and you're like, "Is she gonna think I'm cheap if I go to like a certain hotel?" Right. <laughs> like you know what I mean. First off, I don't. I don't like your. Do you want to get a hotel, baby? It's more like I'm I'm imagining my apartment and like the shithole fly infested nightmare that it is, and it's like a like a, a pretty person. I'm just like I can't. This is never. Gonna, oh yeah, it's not really. It's gonna an be one of those like you. like I. It's gonna feel like Taken, where it's like you. She opens the door and it's like oh no. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's like Serbian 1980s over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like uh, yeah that that this one occasion that you were discussing. Um, yeah, I remember she she was like an older person, and I felt you could do your joke. Yeah, old, she was an old lady. She was an old lady. Do to, to the fans. She's an old lady. She's an old bag of bones. And uh, in the morning, we're walking around. A car drove by. It was blasting Jay-Z. And she was like, oh, my God. When I was in college, this was the song. And I was looking at her like, are you sure it wasn't? <laughs> my friends come out of the bushes. They're a trumpet section. <laughs> hey, I love that joke. But that that lady, yeah. um, so I, did, she, did she pay for it? Or did you pay for it? I time? paid for it. It was a shitty, it was a shitty esque hotel, kind of in Soho, but like not nice. These exist all over New York. Just oh, like I random know, but weird I'm just, hotel. I, I wonder if there's a part of you that's like, oh, I don't want her to think I'm stingy, so I'm gonna overcompensate and get like a really nice hotel. I'm gonna take her to the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, two eighties, two eighties, a good amount to spend on a hotel. Yeah. 
What do millionaires eat? So I did a little breakdown of your diet here. <laughs> and I just want... It's interesting. Um, where'd it go? So I could just make this a little bit bigger. So this is sort of like... This also grows. This, this term, this, this whole millionaire thing. It's like... Uh, it's not gross. It's well, I, I became a, a non-millionaire as soon as I had it. Immediately, immediately went below a million, and then blew through that, and then the, well, this it's, is why it's we're so gone. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, when you got it, I knew there was no, there was no, there's no like, you ever watch a uh, Doctor Strange? Yeah, he didn't you know this thing. Yeah, there's no universe where that wasn't gone within a year. <laughs> he's like, I've done. He's like, like and they, I've done all the calculations, and they all end up with Ryan blowing it on coke in two years. <laughs> no drugs, truly. This is not a this is not a drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You blow, you're blowing it on fucking marble tables. Okay, so this is what you ate. So, wow, uh, I can't again, believe you did this. Fifty-seven percent of your food purchases were online food orders. This is DoorDash and Seamless. Fifty-seven percent. Okay. So that's, that's very very high. Fifteen uh, percent were delis. Okay. You know what's so funny? When I do this, I typically do it by cuisine, but I can't do it with like DoorDash because it doesn't tell me where you bought it that's from. A shame. Um, be very but but it's funny because usually I can still do it by cuisine because people still eat at regular restaurants. But so it was online food order, delis, salads with like sweet green. So more than it's funny because you didn't really go to restaurants that often. More than seventy five percent of your food purchases are non restaurants, and I thought that was kind of fascinating. Now this is by some people might say this twenty twenty one. This would have been uh, restaurants were like not. Doing that's this. interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. I'm, this could have literally been before they established outdoor dining kind of thing. The, or, or they were, but it was like kind of limited and people still weren't comfortable yeah. doing it. See, this is why graphs are cool, guys. It's a, it's a, it's a look into a, a time, you know. It's shout a, it's shout a, out the graphs. Shout out the graphs. 5.9% uh, Vietnamese, 5.3% Mexican, 3.7% juice, 3% bagels, 2% coffee. Interesting. I, I thought you would have more like Chinese food or some shit. But, I mean, I love Vietnamese food. It's my, it's my actually my favorite. I would love to see this fifty-seven. What that was. I know, but you, I would have to look at your DoorDash account. Forty-seven like percent empanadas. Really? I like empanadas. Now this is kind of interesting. You, you don't you don't eat a lot of Asian food. What is this? Some sort of what is the Vietnamese? Is a huge chunk there. Five point nine percent. No, but it, it's okay that you don't. I just you know I feel like a lot of people eat Asian food because it's like around. Well, I'm thinking like you got uh, like first off, Chinese food is you can't do that, right? What are you gonna do? Dumplings? Uh, I mean, you can't. Noodles? What do you mean you can't do that. It's like heavy. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're hungry, you can go to a restaurant. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I like Chinese food. What would you get at a Chinese restaurant? Um, I get like rice and different kinds of meats and like mapo tofu and stuff. Okay. And, I, and I'll get soup dumplings. Mapo tofu is heavy. I mean, yeah. I mean, do, you don't like heavy stuff. Is that what it is? I do, but it's like that's uh, that's not. Don't generally... you're the guy who's ordering off a of seamless sixty percent of the time. Like I know you're getting empanadas are heavy as fuck. It's yeah, fucking yeah, fried yeah, dough, yeah. bro. Well, look at the salad over there. <laughs> um, and then you got like ramen is very salty and. So you just don't like heavy foods in general. No, I certainly do, and depending on the mood. But uh... I mean, you don't even have Italian on here. You're fucking Italian. Yeah. Interesting. It just I just I just thought it was I just feel like Asian and Italian it, it always makes up a big portion of people's pies pie mm. chart be, just because it's common damn i so wish that there was a way to break that down the from seamless. The, the seamless because yeah. uh that that is the big chunk of the pie and like what uh what foods were they what what truly were they honestly and this is very bad and disgusting but uh when i when i got that money i would seamless nice places oh like, i don't know if you were doing that back then yeah i don't even know if you're aware of this but like there's like michelin star new york restaurants that will send their michelin food delivered in right, plastic right. containers and it's like for like 90 dollars. yeah so you're like sitting on a floor mattress eating like a <laughs> a flaming yawn yeah god damn it's horrible i love that it's not the way it was meant to be um okay and then uh yes suspicious charges 
You spent thirty six thousand OnlyFans. Give me names, bitch. Names. Let's names. see. Names. Okay, so one was for seventeen ninety nine. One was for fourteen ninety nine. I thought this was funny. If it charged for three thousand, I was like, oh, this guy fucking tipped. I love that. You got a tip. I love that. Um, I have names. I don't. Uh, I could look back. There's gonna be a Sophia Beverly. Shout out. Shout out to her. No, is she a porn star or is she like a No, I think she's like a model. I don't think I know who that is. I don't, now, even, how do you, I don't how, even think she would get naked on the OnlyFans. I don't know what this is about. How do you how did you find OnlyFans back in the day? Because this one only Okay, first of all, she's fucking smoking. Holy shit. Uh I got to, I have to put this away now. Uh <laughs> Fumi needs a second. <laughs> um this is when OnlyFans was popping. This is when some of her friends were doing OnlyFans. I'm guilty of signing up for my friends' OnlyFans. Some comedian friends were doing it. And I was like, I want to. I've done that Maybe too. see them, but they always disappointed me because they never showed anything. Yeah, they would be, yeah, they yeah. would charge extra for stuff, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't like you that much. And then you pay the extra, and they still don't show. Well, it. I never went that far because I'm I'm Prius Fumi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Honda Fit. I have to I'm borrow your OnlyFans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I, I'm the guy be like, can, like Netflix, <laughs> can I bro. Account? Can I use your account, man? I'm feeling kind of horny right now. That's yeah, so sad. That's so funny. I'm gonna write that down. That's a joke right there. God damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't do OnlyFans anymore. I don't know if you still do it, but this no, this would be uh, like a just kind of blowing money on indulgent uh, things for sure. It's easy. You're, you're on you're on Instagram. You see a hot girl. You see she's got OnlyFans. You're like, eh, why not? You're a millionaire. Why yeah. not? Damn. Oh yeah. <laughs> How come you don't subscribe to my Patreon, dude? Who who's this? Who's what, this? What section? What section of the pot is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is you pay. You subscribe to a Patreon. Yeah. Five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. All in like kind of one month. What is this? It's gonna be a Tuesdays with Stories. Oh, okay. It's gonna be a Are You Garbage? It's gonna be a Tim Dillon. And now a let come, me ask and a come ten. And let me ask you something. Uh, as somebody who has a Patreon, I'm always hmm. trying to up my thing. Hmm. Uh, what does it take for someone like you to subscribe to a Patreon? What are you getting that you really like? Yeah, so I can give it to my fans. Is it bonus? What is it? What are they doing on there? Or is it just more like you just want to support? Um, it, it's uh, you know, it's going to be a product that I love and consume on a weekly basis. Right, but that's the and regular th that podcast. number. That number is actually very small. Of like on a weekly basis, the ones I'm listening to are it's that four or five. Wait, wait, are you, are you talking about bonus content? I'm asking you, what are they offering for five, ten, twenty eight dollars? Yeah, that you're well, they're they're offering another episode a week. Yeah. Okay, and you listen and you like listening to it. Yeah. Gotcha. And what's and twenty dollars is pretty pricey for yeah. I'm surprised. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what that could be. Probably not. I feel like that's got to be a couple mixed together or no. So all these guys have just a bunch of co bonus episodes that you you just want. Yeah, to I'm not subscribing to anybody for twenty eight bucks. Yeah. Okay. Case. Well, we guys we have a we have right. a Patreon. Okay, and we also have bonus episodes. So if you want, to, we don't do it weekly. It's more like biweekly, twice a month maybe. Maybe you should make it weekly for me. I know, but it's tough. Maybe it's your fans will. Well, it's tough. Well, guys, it's tough. So. <laughs> <laughs> You literally you know just asked, you're like, what, what can I do for my fans? But guys, I'm tired. What? What do you fucking talk about after you do an hour? You know, Steph and I always talk about it. We're like, I sometimes know, we have something to talk about. Sometimes it's like, what are you? I'm like, all those guys who release like multiple bonus episodes, I'm like, know. what the fuck are you? Aren't you out of things to talk about? Shout out to them. No, they're not. <laughs> but I think those guys are like best friends and they're just not yeah. even talking about anything anymore. They're hey. just like, I'm, I'm in it for the chemistry. That's like, like. like, if I had a bonus episode with you after this, mm. I would just talk to you about like why is your toilet like how do you pee how do you poop in that toilet because it's so fucking small like I would just do a whole bonus about you know what I mean plant my ass in the seat just shit go. like that right we would just have a whole episode about why I can't fit in your tiny ass toilet <laughs> Fumi explains finances to me I explain shitting to you <laughs> <laughs> these are our various specialties well, Riley, again New York apartments are very small okay and his toilet's very small it looks it's it's so tiny it, it almost it's a standard size it toilet. looks like a toilet from that um, I think you should leave sketch where the toilet hole is really small have you seen that one I shit in a thimble. <laughs> what it looks like so this was your top food purchases hmm. sorted by price now 
it's interesting because I know you love women, and I know you like to go on a lot of dates. But this is your top spendings, and I thought it was interesting because your top was Hanoi House. It's Vietnamese. Thank you for supporting Asian cuisine. Twenty five bucks. A... Maybe that was the day. I don't really know. But everything else is like, dude, seamless ninety dollars, seamless eighty five dollars, uh, seamless sixty dollars. Caviar also a competitive seamless fifty dollars. So I'm like, you're not going on any dates during this time, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I I was definitely pre. It was first off, it's COVID, so times are tricky oh, on yeah. that front. Um, at that point, I don't think I'd ever even been in a dating app. So it was very hard to meet people when nobody's outside. Right. Why weren't you on the app? Um, I gravitated towards these apps after literally in the past like a uh, year and a half. So I remember you were that guy who didn't have a smartphone for the longest time. Yeah, so I, I did that. that. Uh, okay. And then during COVID, I was I was uh, you know seeing a problematic person and. Uh, oh, you had a girlfriend. No, not quite. But but seeing somebody kind of consistently. And you, and you ever took her out? Um. Yeah, I got her to hotels and stuff, and she's more of a drinker than an eater. But uh, Hanoi House was, I uh, took a friend, Paul, for, for dinner. I remember that meal. It was good. It's right down the street. Okay. I'm getting hungry. I might go down after this. Yeah. Um, you know what? This is interesting. I keep forgetting about the COVID thing. I wonder if COVID, I was going to say, because people were going on dates and eating out, I'm like, I wonder if COVID saved money. But I'm looking at your seamless, and I'm like, I think it actually didn't save money. Well, COVID pushed a lot of money around in weird ways for a lot of people. I mean, I'm not the only person I know during COVID that uh, walked away with some, some money. Of Just course, people invested out. in all those tech companies. And shit, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and the stock market was doing crazy things then. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then after that was like the weird like GameStop shit. Right, know, right, like right, that, right. Which I'm sure you got your hands on and, and completely failed. It's okay, <laughs> Steffi did that as well. <laughs> she, I, she showed me her Robinhood account last week, and it was like all all GameStop and Nokia. If if I were to show you my <laughs> Robinhood account, you would you would literally you would weep. Yeah. God damn. So I don't know. In conclusion, like I don't know what, what was your what was your take from just the entire experience having this experience? You know, um, definitely just shame and the idea. That <laughs> my, I just feel bad for my mom <laughs> and my poor poor grandpa. I'm dying. Turning over in his grave at such a rate that we should plug turbines into him and power my apartment. Right, right. Um, yeah. This all was because you're a grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Very hardworking man. Yeah. Uh, apparently that's not uh, genetic. Hey. Well, you heard it here first, guys. You know, if you get a million, don't don't try not to embarrass your mommy, okay? Because that's that's a, that's an easy thing. Um, hey, that's it for the pod, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on, man. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Fool. This is so natural. I love doing pods with like close friends because like, man, it just flows. It fucking flows, it's bro. A joy. You don't have no idea how awkward it is doing podcasts with people you don't fucking know, bro. It's, Especially digging through their oh, most personal it is shit. Just the the laws of editing, like a motherfucker. You know. You, uh, I remember you telling me this idea when you had it. Yeah, you were trying to come up for a name for it, and I, I, I thought and still think this is a great idea, great little insights into people's lives. I love it. It, it is so wildly personal. It's so personal, and I, I, and I hope that it's something that people can enjoy, even if I don't have like Mark Merritt on the podcast. You know, like I was, I was trying to think of like how can I make this pop without It'd having be very cool to get a huge guest who has a I big, know big Amex build. Well, That'd this actually made me think of an idea where it's like, okay, let's say I had like someone like. If, let's just say I had Louis C.K. on, right? Mm. Instead of being like, what are you spending now? I would love to see his expenses from when yes. he wasn't making it. So yes. show me that credit card yes. statement from 2005 when you weren't shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Or maybe he was kind of making it. Maybe he's not a good example. But like he's Randall Park. He... Randall Park before, uh, you know, fresh off the boat, right? Like right. what the fuck? He was doing little things here and there. Like yeah, what yeah, was yeah. he? Aquafina before... You know, all the movie, like that kind of shit. I would love to see the they two. They would share that, like, I think. There's like a month where they get the check and it's like this month and then this month. Yes, yes, yes. To be killer. Like when they were barely making it. Because yeah. I'm like, that's a fun way. So so thank you for inspiring that idea. Um, but uh, 
Yes, before we wrap up, our, uh, uh, before we wrap up this episode, shout out to our sound engineer Domagoj Ivanchik, all the way out in Croatia. Uh, Matias Robles and our analyst Holly Sandler. Uh, oh, we have an analyst, by the way, who does like a lot of that. She didn't do it cool. this week because I didn't have time, but uh, she does all like some stuff for us. She's very nice and very smart. That's awesome. And way, she, way to go, team. And she, she is in the Marines, so shout out to her troops. Badass. Uh, thank you so much. Um, we want to hear about your spending habits. Email us at cashcuties at gmail.com and tell us what financial topics you like to hear about. And also uh, send us a voice memo of, about a financial buying that you're in, and we'll, we'll do like a QA on this podcast, sort of like a mailbox segment that we do sometimes, or mailbag segment. Um, I think that's it. Please follow us on all the socials at Cash Cuties Pod. You can also find us. You can find me on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F E M I A B E. Do you want to plug anything? Uh yeah, my Instagram uh, at Ryan Delight, and keep an eye out for my Dookie and check out uh, Mr. Pants on AGT. Hell yeah! Uh, we love you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And until then, spend your money wisely, <laughs> or as Steffi would say, have fun. Bye. <laughs>